Hubhopper Originals. Guys, this is a debut episode of Roundtable Conference on the topic Music Life Crisis in 2020. I said this because of COVID-19, it has sort of altered the way music industry used to work. It's quite whimsical, but let's try to figure it out from the amazing panel that we have. Today we are supposed to sit down and enjoy their love towards music. Hello and welcome to How's the Josh podcast show, your unbounded dose of Josh in association with Panout Media. Hey guys, what's up? And I'm so happy to have you all on the show. Hi. 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 And I'm so happy like you know everybody has joined in at the perfect time and there's a great uh, amalgamation of thoughts that we have done. So let me just quickly introduce the panel. We have got Yashraj Mehra who is a rapper and a songwriter. Then we have got Anuj Jain who is again a singer and a songwriter. Nimish Sethi from GS in collaboration with Krona. Next is Azim Trivedi who is a singer, music director and composer. And finally Pratham Mehra as known as Kimera. So a big welcome to all of you and it's an absolute pleasure like you know seeing you join this. Thank you so much it's a pleasure. Thank you so much. So quickly I want to start off by asking like what's the one thing that you guys have realized about your potential during the course of lockdown because you know uh, everybody has an artist within them and even artists have an, another artist within them. So is there something that uh, weird or thing or something interesting that you guys have uh, like sort of understood about yourself? Yes sure you could pick it up. so initially when the lockdown happened i was like excited i was like abhi ghar baith ke sirf gaane banayenge matlab that's that's the only thing we're going to do but as weeks started passing we realized ki inspiration hi nahi mil raha because we i think most of us draw inspiration from our surroundings the people we meet and i think once that like immediately cut off so there was nothing we could do about it so uh, it's just one thing i've learned is i have to be patient you can't force art you can't force any of the, any creative process so as and when it comes just trying to inspire myself in different ways taking in more content so i can put out more content i guess wonderful uh, anu what is your take on this um the thing is that before the lockdown i was actually working in the family business i think i was like f- until 5 months 4 months ago i was still working in the family business so one thing that i realized was that i could actually take life changing decisions and i could stick to them because i left everything a proper working factory and i started working on my music because i felt a sense of responsibility towards it and i somehow felt really nice ki yaar maine kaha ki theek hai these hard decisions that will really alter your life i can take those and i can actually work hard towards it and try to achieve things uh, you know while sticking to these decisions wonderful Nimish, what's your take on this? My take on this is like in the starting, like when the COVID started, we feel that the lockdown, I had more time to work on my music than the usual days. I mean, like our productivity has increased a lot in the lockdown. That's what I feel. As actually, I'm working daily on my craft and working improved a lot. As we have a lot of time to work on the music and to market our music more. Wonderful, Azim. um 
in terms of um, my music experience and my making mu- uh, music i've realized i don't necessarily need to go through uh, like that's a major change that i've realized i don't necessarily need to go through uh, something personal uh, to write a song or a composition about it i think i can write it from mm-hmm. a sense of empathy as well now uh, i mean that, that's what i've realized through the course of the pandemic or the lockdown i mean spending more time with my music and spending uh, a lot of time Uh, like making new stuff i've realized i don't really need to uh, go through something in order to write that i realized that sense of empathy has been really important to me and uh, hence i i mean that's how i've written my uh, the last four five tracks i've done i've done through this that sense of empathy by getting into someone else's shoes and writing those tracks all right so getting uh, gaining a bit more clarity on this azim so it's like uh, it's sort of a internal connection that you have got with the music that instead of just looking forward for something externally you sort of want to deep dive which is uh, the sort of past experiences and then go ahead with the music yeah absolutely so uh, actually in, on on the contrary uh, what i've realized what i was up until now i was writing songs uh, what i've gone through like what i've gone through and the stuff that i've already done and the things that have happened to me in my life but i've realized uh, lately that uh, since i've i've also started writing songs commercially and i've started also started doing stuff commercially i've realized uh, that i can also get into that state of empathy and write from someone else's point of view as well which i think has been a i mean in terms of a learning curve has been immense uh, for my music that's what i've realized great great pratham what's your take on this so uh, i would agree with what yashrat said about the thing you know where when the lockdown started we were all you know like i remember like speaking to all my friends and we were like oh we're going to write music we're going to like finish so much stuff and then within a week you know just uh, trying to you know write stuff or produce music we were just all so tired you know because like we weren't able to get out we were like stuck in this you know closed environment most of us sitting in our studios or you know in our rooms or somewhere you know after a point you know you just like we all just ran out of creativity and you know like we had no inspiration left and after a point we were just like stuck in the room so you know like after that it was just you know me you know discovering new genres of music you know like consuming more music probably working on the keys you know uh, just you know uh, trying to get the skill done you know that's all like there was like i wouldn't say that the life changed a lot but one thing that changed was you know the part like you know the inspiration like that sort of like died away like the lockdown progressed great you know this is why i love round table conference because there's so much of different opinions that i'm getting to the single topic that has been ventilated so someone is shifting from a family business into music someone is truly inspired by his own instincts so someone wants to spend more time with music there are new genres someone is exploring someone has a lot of inspiration So I think it's pretty interesting. So uh, there are a lot more news which are coming up. There is like certain uh, commercial market speaks that you know uh, music is not probably doing good during COVID nineteen. But if you see this great artist, like you know, just look at you guys. You guys have been an amazing artist, and you guys are exploring this industry. Uh, I mean, I would say the crux of this industry, the crux of the art, in a much more beautiful manner. I think kudos to you guys. coming towards the fun fact now tell me some weird facts about you and music like um, just giving you a small example someone wants to uh, sort of develop music during night someone wants to sit alone for days and days in order to prepare that one track for someone just break up is the push so tell me like uh, pratham what's your thing what's the weird of fact about music and you i mean uh, 
there's just something weird about me that I can only work after 11 p.m. Like I've tried working in the day. My parents have like given up on me. They're like, why don't you just try working in the day? You know, just sit, sit, work. And I'm like, I've tried, you know, like I can't. <laughs> it's just, you know, something about. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> it's just something about me that, you know, until 11 p.m. I'm just blank. Like I could waste an entire day trying to, you know, fix, like the smallest of the elements in my songs. But the minute the clock turns 11, 11:30, I'm just like in a different zone altogether. Where you know, like ideas are coming in. Like you know, I'm I'm more comfortable in my, um, you know, creative space, and. Yeah, that's that's a weird thing. I don't know why, but I think that's the thing with a lot of musicians as well. That there is something about music and working the night that goes like hand in hand. Right. I told you, like you know, that's one of the most noticeable feature I could see. Uh, next one, Azim. Um, I mean, yeah, I'll have to agree with uh, Pratham on that, but uh, but also at the same time, I think uh, the weird thing about that uh, for me is that. a lot of my music is made on like the primary draft is made on my phone i mean uh, all the instruments are recorded through my mouth and all of that and then it goes to my door or or the system to get into a zone but a lot of things uh, i mean my recording on my phone is absolutely haywire i have stuff ranging from flutes from my mouth to anything so what i think is weird is that i i, I like to record everything on my phone first and then i like to do it on the system and i think i think i want to change that habit actually to be honest i want to i want to do it from on the system everything from the word go and i don't want to do that on my phone or anything of that sort i see so you have a great chemistry with your phone yeah i have a lot of recording ideas struck you yeah. okay that's interesting uh, next in nimesh yeah so like i agree with both camera and uh, omkar what's your name sorry asim friend asim Yeah. Right. So, uh, so some weird facts about about us is that we like working on our music in our own space. Like, we don't like working in a place where there is full distractions. You know. So, like, we prefer working at night. At night, so there is no distractions. So we can focus on just music and all other things. Right. I think probably that can be the most vital decision of curating music during night because there's a lot of silence and there's like you know a lot of freedom and liberty that you guys get. Anuv, what's your thought? Uh, so Omkar, the thing is that uh, you said weird things, right? So the one weird thing that I do is that I watch sad movies whenever I want to get into the mood, because I have always, uh, um, I mean, I can write whenever I'm happy, but I've always felt that whenever I'm sad, I think I'm a little more emotionally charged, and I've always been able to write better. So I would probably put on the saddest movie in the world, and I'll start watching it. And once it's done, I have these ideas just going through my head. so that's something that i do which is i think a bit weird i don't know if anybody else does it so let, let's see <laughs> yeah that that's probably the weird one <laughs> but great <laughs> interesting yeah. next yashraj i have like a slightly different process like i have i was always used to writing like while traveling so whenever like i travel to my college either it's in a train it's in a cab i've always found myself jotting down ideas then because you see like 40 things and you get like 800 ideas and you start just jotting all of them down but i also agree that at the end of the day when you have to work on one singular idea from whatever you've seen or whatever you've jotted down you need that space of your own so that night time is very very essential but i feel like one weird thing about me is like the pace of the travel really affects my music like if i'm in a train or agar wo fast train hai to mere gaane wohi bpm pe aur agar if i'm in a cab and we're stuck in traffic 
तो वो ही जोन के मेरे लाइक दैट विल बी द पेस ऑफ व्हाट आई एम राइटिंग और दैट विल बी द थॉट्स आई हैव इन माइंड सो आई थिंक दैट्स माय वियर्ड थिंग या लाइक इट्स सो इंटरेस्टिंग लाइक यू नो आई थिंक पुटिंग दिस क्वेश्चन टू द कन्वर्सेशन हैज मेड द एंटायर कन्वर्सेशन सो जॉली एंड इंटरेस्टिंग next thing like uh, you just mentioned uh, talking about the creation process so definitely i want to start off by asking you yashraj uh, when i speak about the creation process like you know you are a rapper and a songwriter so what is it for you just quickly brief me about uh, your creation process honestly the only thing i consciously like to do differently is just be real i feel like hip hop is a thing it's a genre where it's very ego driven it's very easy to inflate a lot of stuff and you know uh, you know you can actually hype yourself up and you can portray yourself as something that you're not so i think that's where i just try to keep it very very real and i completely agree with anu when he says that you need to be emotionally charged you need to be aware of what you're writing and why you're writing and what will probably be the impact on that like you know what people will react more than that how will you react when you hear something like this or write something like this so i feel like that's where uh, it has to come from the heart it has to feel honest or else i don't think i will be doing anything up like you know anything which i don't mm-hmm. feel natural or comfortable right true anub please pour your thoughts uh bro so do my creative process is that uh, whenever i'm writing i'm usually writing about somebody that i have known in my life or i am usually writing about myself it's never about um i think somebody here said that uh, they have started writing for other people right other people's perspective is usually uh, i usually write about me and my family so that's uh, what goes out but i also take a very um, careful and conscious effort that i make it general enough for people to understand for everybody to connect to it so there will be certain lines in my music that will be very specific and the person who i have written it for they'll be able to understand it and they'll be able to uh, realize that okay this was written for me but everybody else in the general public will also be able to connect to it in a certain manner so i make a conscious effort one more thing about my writing process is that whenever i'm writing i'm usually sitting with somebody so i'd probably sit with my mom or my sister and whenever and i keep on telling them to write things and they'll keep on approving whatever they feel is correct i think that helps me achieve this general feeling of the song so that everybody can connect to it so i think that's what my writing process is like wow i i am like yashraj and anov i think i really loved the way you guys have just sort of put it out i'm interested to know more about nimish nimish tell me more yeah so like there is not a specific creation process we usually like have a basic idea of either a melody chord progression or a baseline around which we like build a track so we collaborate with different vocalists so sometimes the vocalist sends an idea first or like we send an instrumental to the vocalist giving a like you know space to write on the track and then planning and then the next step like what we do is then we plan about the release like whether we want to release it independently or with a label so it's like a journey like it's starting with a creation process like writing a melody and then creating the track and sending it to labels and releasing it so like that's the basic creation process that we do cool interesting uh, azim um yeah so about uh, about the creation process i think um, i uh, uh, I, st- i like to start off like consciously i agree with agree, absolutely agree with yashraj uh, for what he said that you need to have a purpose as to where you're going otherwise you're you're going to be lost so uh i con- apart from that consciously i make an effort to make a musical 
hook before I start off with my uh, songwriting. Like in terms of any song that I write, I I like writing a basic melody or a hook structure as to where it's leading to. Apart from that, it's it's just honestly like uh, Anu and all these guys said. It you need to you need to just let it flow, and uh, the composition needs to be as raw as possible, and it's need it needs to show who you are and what you are and where you're coming from. Absolutely. Fascinating. That's truly fascinating. And uh, Pratham, could you please uh, walk me through your creative process? Absolutely. So, uh, like I hundred percent agree with like everyone on this panel. Like you know, ev- like everyone has a different like you know thought process when like the making music or like writing music so lately i myself have gotten into like songwriting so like i have like two completely different perceptions when it comes to you know making music and writing music like anuv said like you know he sits with someone and like yashrat said that you know he's either traveling or you know where like everyone has a different process similarly like when i am trying to write songs it's usually you know i have a concept where I, which i want to develop and i i want to write a good song around it like i want to narrate a story whereas if i'm like producing me as a producer is a different guy altogether i have no plan when i'm producing i'm just you know dragging in samples playing with like you know melodies chords sounds it's like you know i could be tweaking a kick and there would be like a basketball bouncing in my head so you know it's that kind of thing when there's no plan in my head so like yeah like i have like two completely different perceptions like when it comes to songwriting and when it comes to like producing music Great. That's sort of quite uh, gripping, and I would say captivating as well. So, uh, as I said, I, I just want to repeat it all over again and again that it's it's really getting quite interesting and entertaining because getting sort of uh, views from all of you is making it more concrete. Uh, also, uh, in the start of the podcast, I sort of mentioned about uh, the topic for this particular session is like music life crisis. We normally have heard the middle life crisis, but this is your, uh, the topic is a little bit altered on that similar basis that uh, music life crisis because of the novel coronavirus that's out there, the breakout of COVID nineteen, and uh, previously the way music industry was performing and sort of flourishing, I wouldn't really say or use the word pause, but it has sort of altered the way currently music industry. street sort of processing itself so i really wanted to know from you guys what is your strategy to sort of get back in the game post or during covid-19 let me explain this two options post or during covid-19 because um, we are likely to see that you know coronavirus might uh, go up to 2021 the myth of 2021 uh, admit 2021 so are you guys going to be waiting till that and then sort of going to come back to this game or like have you guys thought of something so that you could dabble into this probably in the next week or maybe in the next month i really want to start up, uh, with azim yeah um, so i think uh, for that uh, uh honestly it's 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 about it's it's about us at the end of the day right so i think uh, it's more of we have more of studio time on our hands we have more of a creation process on our hands and i think of course like any live gig or uh, uh, anything live is out of the question right now right so i think it's uh, i think i'm i'm trying to take it positively and i'm sure all the others are as well and i'm just i'm just in the zone of creating more and more music and coming coming and putting it out there of course and be it with a label or be it put my uh, uh, put my like indie music out as well so i'm i'm really taking it positively and if, even if it i mean even if it goes up till 2021 god forbid but even if it does uh, i mean i'm up for it because i know uh, i'm going to create keep creating music until until i'm sitting uh, at home with my uh, system with me and i can create as much as i want all right 
I see that. I get that uh, strategy. So, Pratham, what's your take? Uh, I mean, as musicians, we all can agree that, you know, we want to put out as much music as we can. So, you know, it's, it's not like we have any option of, you know, uh, going out there and, you know, going for like, you know, performing at these shows. Maybe like recently I just like, you know, I think yesterday I like saw a post where I think in uh, uh, the United Kingdom, they ha- they held like the first social distanced, uh, like, you know, a, a concert where, you know, there was like limited capacity. But then... Like, until it doesn't happen here, the only option that we all have is to just, you know, put out as much music as we can. And at the same time, you know, just keep en- keep engaging with our audience. I mean, I don't see a way out of it until, like, the entire crisis goes down. So, mm-hmm. that's pretty much my entire take on it. And, you know, it's it's all about, like, you know, how much music we can put out now. Because, again, like, once we start performing and then once again life's gonna go back to normal someday and then mm-hmm. we'll be stuck in the same loop again where you know we'll be like sitting there again thinking oh i want to put out music oh i want to work on this i want to work on that but then i i personally feel like you know now is the time to create as much as we can and you know just sow the seeds that will ripe later right this is a putting it into a layman's term i would say that uh, are you preparing for a backup uh, the backup as in like I, I don't understand like backup like uh, just putting it all together so that you know once you're back into the game yeah, you could sort of just so take it from the storage that you have yeah, and sort of just go ahead yeah definitely so this is basically the time where you know we build plans we build strategies we build everything on the back end and then once things when they start getting back to normal then maybe you know we can just start implementing and start improvising from there and you know just like for example uh, like, you know, I personally have, you know, started to write music now. So, like, when I start putting it out, there will be a day when I start performing it as well. So, you know, <laughs> it's just looking at the bigger picture to create as much as I can right now. And then maybe when things get back to normal, we can just, you know, start improvi- improvising from there. Right. Understood. Nimish, what's your take? Yeah, so like, we think currently we have a lot of time because of the whole COVID situation. Like everyone's at their houses. So we're making more and more tracks in the lockdown so that like we have the plan for the future, like basically a backup kind of thing. So like we're taking this positively because, you know, such situations help you to cope up with your potential. Like as in like this is the time we can experiment with different genres and style. What do you want to produce? What do you don't want to produce? You know, basically testing yourself. Right. So trying to sort of uh, understand who you are, like, you know, I would say that music is very subjective and trying to identify your persona, your uh, personalizations into the music. Yeah. So like basically we are a duo, like we started long back. So basically what, what our main goal is to create something that we like to be satisfied with what we are making. All right. So just quoting there, like, you know, get into a next level of satisfaction. In the, in the best equation that you can form. Yeah, yeah. Good, good. Uh, Anu? Uh, Omkar, the thing about this is that, uh, I'll be very honest with you, I have never really performed that much. I just have a couple of gigs under my belt. Because like I said earlier that I have been... But uh, is there any sort of strategy that you have looked forward to, like uh, in case of like producing music or like sort of writing certain songs? Uh, the thing is that this is very normal for me because, uh, you know, since I was working... In the business, I never really got time to work on my music because I was, right. you know, working from morning till night. 
and now i finally have time to work on new music and release more music that you know i have been wanting to do so i think this is even though i understand that there is a lot of bad going on in the world right now but mm-hmm. from a music point uh, stand point of view i think this is an ideal situation for me because i'm getting to make a lot more songs and i'll be ready when the lockdown ends and i can start performing so i'll be ready with about an entire set of 10 songs or 7 8 9 songs or something like that so I, i think this is a very very good situation for me at least personally i loved it and you know all the artists that i'm speaking to from uh, after post lockdown everybody has sort of utilized this uh, uh, this entire disastrous situation as an opportunity this adversity as an opportunity because everybody is sort of being creative everybody is taking it in a positive stride and sort of putting out their selves in the best possible manner and i really appreciate that there's so much of inspiration that i'm getting from you guys thank you and uh, yash please let us know what is your strategy i completely relate to what asim said he said we have no other option but to be positive and i completely relate to what anu says because even i don't have that many big gigs under my belt so it's great to build like a performing set we can definitely work towards that by having a song by having a flow but i feel like one thing what uh, my manager ayushman told me major shout out to ayushman the main important thing that motivates me is what he told me that now independent music is going to be at its peak because films aren't coming out all yeah. your editorial playlists on streaming platforms all your uh, all your audience is completely focused on your phones so that entire market is empty so why aren't you making the most of it and i think that's like when the movies start coming in they will start dominating playlists where probably a lot of independent musicians might get crushed or put on the sideline so my point is when mm-hmm. we have a chance where probably we have the audience we have the focus we have the spotlight on us i think the least we can do is deliver good music you know so i think that always keeps me personally grinding that i should definitely put out good music at this time so that probably people might listen to it after the movies come in also so um i think that's right. what we're trying to do and probably build a performing set for like as anu said like a 10 12 song set so that when we are out there and performing it look way way more professional and would look un, you know unfinished right so sort of establishing the audience sort of establishing the group in the time that you guys have got right now exactly exactly right right uh, everybody is in the business for something or the other someone is there for money someone is there for passion someone is there to establish their own trend so i want to know from you guys what are you in it for what is the aim at the end of the day okay so really want to start off by asking this to nimish yeah is it like a casino like you never know like who will be pointed out with a question yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Ultimate goal is like what we want, and accepting different roles, like which gives a very strong drive to work on a craft. You know, with a positive mindset, because like working with a positive mindset, like really helps with the creation process. Also helps to cope cope with the times and when we are feeling low. You know, so like for me, like basically the ultimate goal is to become like what we want, as I just said. and accepting different roles like which gives a very strong drive to work on a craft with a positive mindset and because like positive mindset really helps you with the creation and my aim at the end of day is to be happy with my music and delivering something what i want and not because of the market taste like i really like to satisfy myself right right that that's interesting 
Yash, what is your take to it? I think uh, what I'm looking for is genuinely a very personal growth. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I honestly believe that every musician is as good as his last song or his last hook or his last verse he's written. So I feel if you, like, I want to, I personally want to see myself growing in terms of my writing, my musicality, my audience. So I think that's what I'm here for. Like, just to grow at a gradual pace. I'm not here to, like, I don't want to, like, you know, it's just, I want to grow. I want to build something of myself. And I think yeah. what music really helps me and I think what hip-hop also does is it lets you say whatever the hell you want to. And I feel like when you have a medium like that, you can mm-hmm. really flow and you can put your thoughts down and express yourself very, very well. So I feel like uh, that's what I want to do. I really want to make it something more than what people are doing and just make it very, very personal to me. And probably in that process, uh, as Anu said, like it's some things where people understand where it's coming from, like around, uh, the close people around me, but also the general audience might relate to it on some other level and they might have some other interpretation. So I think that's what I'm here for, like just growth. Wonderful. I think you have really taken that uh, serious. Uh, I think you have really taken that story very seriously. Like, you know, slow and steady wins the race. But I really uh, relate with you. And uh, to a greater extent, it's very true that, you know, slow growth is the concrete growth. And that is sort of building a foundation for the heavy building that you're going to be building future in your life. Uh, Anuv. Uh, so, Omkar, I think what I'm looking looking for through music is to build a legacy. Uh, like Yashra, wow. you know, uh, working slowly. Uh, is very important to be viral. Similarly, I don't, I don't want to become viral because of my songs. No. They last, you know, for, they get millions of views, but they last in people's heads and their memories for the next two weeks and they, they just like get out of it, right? I want my songs to last in their minds for years. And I'm not saying that it will happen. I'm working very hard towards it. But whenever I write something, I make it a point to write something that will give them something that will stay with them for a really, really long time. So I'm not writing things for you that will last for a few weeks. I want to make music that will last for years. And that's something that I'm really working hard towards. So that's something that, you know, I want to take away from this. Right. Like something that I could uh, sort of uh, conclude from the three people's uh, opinion is that uh, I really love the perspective that you guys have. Ki it's just not about being viral at moment, but it's about building a brand. It's about building a legacy and being there for years to come. Highly appreciate it. Azim, what's your take on this? When I ask you the question, like, you know, what are you in it for? What's your aim at the end of the day? Um, I mean, I completely agree with uh, Yashraj and Anuv uh, on that. Uh, you really need, it's. I mean, it's all about longevity, right? At the end of the day, you don't want your song to come out, have like have a lot of views, have millions and then go out of track and go out of people's minds. So, I mean, I also like, I, I'd also like to add that I, uh, Omkar, I also don't, I don't generally, I don't care about the genres. So I mean, if if it's about if it's about uh, the music, I genuinely just want to. I my aim is to just manifest genuine emotions through my music, and I I don't really care about what sort of a genre that does that. I mean, in terms of the uh, in terms of the latest the music that I just did for Jail Fifty, and the entire album has completely pulls apart different like different genres of songs. So I mean, uh, and. Even then, I just, my aim for all, each and every single track is that they compel the listener to cater to their emotions, right? And and that's the most human way of listening to music. 
and that's my ultimate aim at the end of the day i don't i don't uh, think about oh so this is going different from what i generally do oh so this is going this is not what i want i generally let the just let the emotions flow and uh, i like to form a genuine uh, emotion emotional connect with the listener that i'm making the track right. for wonderful i i i sort of could interpret that it's like being more organic and sort of being able to establish that relationship with the listener absolutely yeah absolutely Wonderful. Wonderful. Regardless of the regardless of the genre, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, is there something more? No, no, absolutely. That's that's it. All right, all right. So sorry to cut you. By the way, yeah. Uh, Pratham, tell me. I mean, like as everyone said, you know, it's all about longevity and you know thinking about the bigger picture and everything. I completely agree with them. But then there's one another another thing that you know that a lot of musicians forget at times is to have fun. I mean, whenever like I'm making music personally. and you know if i feel uninspired or you know i just feel because that we all have like you know those days where you know we just want to like like just give it up and like you know just go back to you know you know doing something else but then you know i just go back to thinking why i started making music because it was a hobby it was fun so i still treat this as my hobby where i'm just trying to have fun and you know results they just keep coming it's not about you know like you know getting viral in like one night overnight just staying there for like a week two weeks and then you know just nobody cares about you but yeah like the most important thing for me personally is to have fun only then you know the ideas you know sort of start flowing in and you know you can probably make something good out of your own music right it's very interesting the way you put it out pratham that you know there's a sort of a beautiful amalgamation or a chemistry that you have established between the the commercial aspect of it and the fun part of it i do appreciate it again uh, lastly like you know the question please i want everyone to listen out this question very carefully because there's something in it what keeps you engaged in a relationship with music on being open towards trying new roles in it so if you could spot out the keywords it's like you know being engaged in with music at the same time being open towards trying something new roles like maybe trying new genres new sectors new way of developing it so this is something ironic being engaged into a relationship with music at the same time being open towards trying something new uh, into music okay so who want to go first i think everybody is waiting someone would say <laughs> i know please we are waiting for your uh, this thing the, yeah, yeah the, the roulette the casino roulette yeah lovely lovely yeah. like i know please uh bro like you said that you know if i would like to uh, uh delve into new roles yeah i would love to get into new genres man i think uh, i had given an interview uh, a few days ago when they had asked me that if you would like what genre do you define yourself in i think i am like very fluid about these things man uh, i don't see myself in a particular genre if tomorrow i feel like doing something else i'll i think i'll just go ahead and do it and i think experimenting is very very important while you're making music so yeah i don't i mean that i think if that is what the correct answer to this would have been i think if you were talking about genres so yeah that's i have a very fluid sense of making music i guess right i really love the way you said that you know you just just don't don't want to define yourself because when it comes to defining it's like you know closing on the rest of the possibilities it's like being open can have you a lot more more fun right uh, yashraj 
I think it's a combination of what Kimera and Anu said. I think the thing that keeps me in a constant relationship with what I'm doing is because I'm having so much fun with it. It's I'm enjoying that process. It doesn't feel mm-hmm. like a job. And the second thing I feel is uh, a genre like rap. You've seen it on EDM tracks. You've seen it on like lo-fi beats. You've seen it with R&B. So I feel it's like a Lego block. So you can fit it in pretty much anything. It's just how you do right. it and how well you're able to execute that. So I feel like yeah. that always opens me up to like trying different things. And plus the people you spend time with and when they, you know, when you have like four or five musicians sitting together and they tell you their influences and you tell them yours. And I think when all of y'all are exchanging playlists, I feel like that's when the best music is made because like you can exactly understand what the other person likes and you can make it your own in some way or the other so i feel like that that always that's one thing that really helps me you know keeps me evolved i feel is uh, listening to more things and just seeing what i can do with my craft and how can i make it my own so yeah quite fascinating nimesh so what keeps me engaged in the music is like you know there are a lot of different genres that you can experiment like it's diversified so like there's always new things you can try out so like the ultimate goal is to be what we want like ask for to play and accept different roles like which gives a very strong drive and ease to accept these roles thus like keeping us you know engaged in relationship with the music also like music is all that we are focused on in in a really long time so like which eventually like you know made us fall in love everything related to it even more wow that that's interesting azim uh yeah i i just like to add a bit on what yashash said i think i completely agree with him and uh, i i'd also like to dwell a little bit away from the the topic i mean uh, i mean because since you're talking about what keeps basically what keeps us exciting enough to get on this journey right i mean that's that's what we're talking about here right omkar right right so i mean for me uh, i mean i uh, i came to mumbai when i was 18 from kanpur so, and i had it i hadn't heard any sort of music apart from hindi music right and i came and i came to mumbai and i'm just listening to music that's that's all over the place and i'm listening to music that that i've never heard ever and i'm also learning music theory that i've that i've never done before in my life so that i think the learning curve is really that keeps me in the game and that keeps me excited about what i'm going to do next right so i i i listen to what rashad said i i ask people to share their playlists with me and i listen to new artists i learn new things i like to learn new genres i mean every single artist that there on this panel i'm learning new things from them as well right so i mean th- this is what keeps it exciting uh, at the end of the day i mean music is all about sharing don't you think true true yeah. enough true enough and crossing uh, pratham what's your take on this while i quote like you know engage in a relationship with music and being open towards trying new roles into it yeah i mean like i mentioned earlier like it's all about you know having fun in the end, like you know at the end of the day like you know obviously like i can like i can like literally guarantee this like all the five artists on this panel would have like different set of influences like you know everyone is listening to like different genres of music the way they've been listening to music is different the way they approach their music is different so you know what keeps me engaged is the fact that i'm having fun with it and as cliche as it sounds but it is the passion you know like you took it up for a reason because you liked it you wanted to make a career out of it you wanted to just have fun and like you know the second part of your question is you know pop 
being open towards trying new things definitely like you know as a producer i feel there is no boundary whatsoever like if a producer i'm, I'm like i'm not i'm not like with all due respect to all the producers out there like being a producer you can literally try any genre you want like today you could be making house tomorrow you could be making lo-fi day after you could be scoring for a movie so like you know there is no kind of like a boundary when it comes to producing music and you know that's what i've been doing like in this entire log and i'm just trying different things and then like i said earlier as well like i got into like songwriting and maybe a little singing but then <laughs> i'm i'm damn skeptical about it right now yeah talking about the singing part definitely i'm coming back to it <laughs> uh, all right there is one more interesting thing i can just call off that is uh, i really want to know what you guys are working on currently or what is the production what is the repercussion that we're going to having in, in few days so like what are your new projects yash raj uh, my next sing- single is releasing two days like from the recording i don't know when this is going to release so it's releasing on the 9th so of this month and uh, i think that's what we did this was uh, like we shot a legitimate uh, you know a music video for this in the lockdown with how many ever available resources we had with all mm-hmm. safety <laughs> compliances i have to mention it for you know <laughs> reasons yeah But my point is that, uh, that what i think all of us what we're trying to do is trying to make the most of what we have at hand right now we realize we definitely realize it's not everything but it's definitely something we can work with and put out a product which is good enough and up to the level or probably better than what we have done so right. i think that's what we're all trying to do is just work on music really really focus on the details more because aisa time kabhi nahi aane wala hai wapas this this wow. period is my only point is that if we can survive this period we can do anything when life anything. Goes, whatever <laughs> Yeah, I hope yeah. it never comes again. <laughs> you know, because uh, normally we have seen that you know, elders say, "Pucho," they have like a lot of experience. But I think now the the, the entire proverb is going to go in the reverse manner. It's like you know, ask the millennials and the teenagers; they know it better. Nimish, what's your project? Like, what are you currently working on, or is there any release in front of you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm releasing another music on like fifth October, and I release like. one uh, single two days back it's going to well wonderful it's got like 10000 like it's pretty good yeah yeah like uh, even yashraj and nimish hasn't uh, sort of uh, spoken the name or the title of it like could are you guys uh, able to do so like yeah, are you guys yeah. allowed to talk about the title yeah so the single i released like two days back is back to you and the one i'm releasing mm-hmm. on 5th october is bad habits Wonderful, wonderful. I hope this bad habits turn people. <laughs> right. Yeah, short. What is your title? Yeah, and my single's name is Kale. It's uh, yeah, it's it. I don't know. It's a very different thing from what I've done in the past. And I think yeah. uh, it was just something that uh, came from a very negative space in the lockdown. I think we've all been through that negative spiral. Right. Yeah. That is my way of putting that out of my system. and wow. uh, it's called khel and it's out on the 9th so jaake suno please <laughs> exactly so yashraj is coming with uh, the title of the work called as khel on 9th of october 9th of september sorry i put it back again it's coming on 9th of september khel next anup what are you into omkar first of all if you hadn't said it main yashraj ko khud hi bol deta ke bro gaane ka naam le le khel i am very very excited for it as well 
uh and yashraj knows bro i'm a fan so i am like really interested in what he has to offer uh baki with me is that i just released a song and i'm thoda sa lazy when it comes to releasing music so i think uh i'm not going to be releasing anything for the next couple of months but yes i have already started working on a new single and i yeah. did it on a couple of my ig lives and all i can't really take the name right now i don't even know if i should if i should if i shouldn't but i played it for uh, for a couple of people and they really seemed to like it so i decided okay, okay let's work on this right now so even before i came uh, for this talk right now i was like at the studio and we were just discussing things of how to proceed further with it so yeah i do have a lot of things coming so up so in this case i think uh, definitely can ask you about the previous release of yours yeah of course of course uh, the, what is that called as so uh, my previous release was alag asman uh, i released mm-hmm. it, um yeah, 31st uh, 31st june 31st july ha huh? 31st july yeah that's when it uh, when it was released and um, right. about uh, a long distance relationship and it follows the story where this girl is leaving the guy's place and she's going back to her own house and you know how there's a lot of uncertainty okay uh, you de- never know when you're going to meet the other half uh, and when how long will it be before you meet them so that is what it right. was about and it follows this entire story and her entire journey uh through that so that was my recent release and yes i'm working on a lot of more things wow that's interesting uh next in uh, azim is there something on your platter um yeah in terms of upcoming release um, i just finished the soundtrack for the web series jl50 so it's going to be up in about 4 5 days the audio track and the videos for it and i mean i got to work with some incredible artists on the album so i'm just really excited for it uh, apart from that i'm also starting work on uh, my next project in like that that'll be a month and a half that'll be end of october for my yeah. next project and uh, i'm excited for that as well i can't uh, uh, announce the project right now but yeah i'm excited for that as well so i mean i just hope people listen to the upcoming album that's going to be out in another 4 5 days yeah wonderful they'll definitely yeah and i really love like you know, this is a coincidence like you know the interviews plays in such a manner that couple of them had their releases and couple of them have their releases in next 2 3 days or maybe in a week's time and i'm so happy for this next in pratham so uh, i released a song i think a couple of months back uh, it's called fight fair it was uh, with a friend of mine a baske and we released it on uh, dimitri vegas and like my record label so that song i think has gone on forever we started that idea like 3 years back and then we were like finally happy that it came out like i think on the 3rd of july and for the upcoming releases uh, we just sent a few tracks to the label and we're just waiting on the approval if they're going to sign it or they're going to pick it up or not but like i have a lot of stuff that i'm going to be putting out uh, like you know independently in the next couple of months so, yeah i just finished writing one today so wow <laughs> that's interesting that interesting and i'm not going to let you guys go without you guys presenting at least a small part of your work like you could just present it for like uh, maybe 30 seconds or 2 minutes so let's just start with yashraj mehra presenting in terms of i really got like performance anxiety what should i <laughs> what anything any any uh, work of yours like you would love to put it out there maybe you could do some teaser for your upcoming release if you can like you know no compulsions or I, you could choose anything from your past work give me a second i'll just <laughs> play a part of it and then i'll stop like i'll just play like the hook or something okay can you hear it yeah 
Yeah, that's it. That's all I'm going to say. Wonderful. Wonderful. And it's coming out on 9th of September. Um, but I just, I would just like to say that one point which Anuv said about really utilizing your live streams. I think I always tune into Anuv's lives and I think this is that is our alternative for performing right now. I feel like that's the only way we can connect with the people, the few people who listen to us. And uh, like I've seen what work Kimera has done. I'm a huge fan of Anuv and I think Instagram lives and all of these things are actually being the substitute for performances in this time. So I feel like that's pretty dope. Interesting. Right, right. I've sort of realized that, you know, you guys know each other previously. I've seen uh, taking Yashraj, uh, taking Anub's name and Kimaira's name and like you sort of really enjoy each other's performances. Definitely, definitely. I think uh, uh, I I was, I, I don't know. Yeah, okay, I can say this. I was in the 10th grade when I heard Anub's first track, Bharishay, which came out. And that was my introduction to any form of independent music. And I think he has to be one of the finest writers like and musicians of probably this generation, hands mm-hmm. down. And uh, Kimera, I think I know him through Law Stories, through Rishabh, all of these people. And I've uh, like when he when his last track got signed, uh, all of all of the people like we knew were sharing it, and I heard it, and he has some pretty dope stuff as well. So yeah, interesting, interesting. And I think uh, I've covered uh, Yashraj. He's coming up with a new track, Kale, on 9th of September. Anuv, I think you already had a release. Uh, but Anuv, you uh, want to present something? Yeah, bro. I actually, you know, as soon as you said that, would you like to present something? I was sitting on the ground floor. I had to run back to the first floor. And I got my guitar. So, uh, oh, wow. Yeah. People in Bombay wouldn't know about that. Do you see the dedication? <laughs> 100% relate. <laughs> okay, so um, I'll just play one of my, the, the recent song that I released. It's actually yeah. on the ukulele, but I don't have it with me right now. So I'll just play it on the guitar. So I'll just sing a couple of paragraphs. Will that be okay? Right. That's okay. Perfect, perfect. All right. So this one is Alaga Asman, the one that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. नहीं नहीं है ये बातें वही फिर सुमोड़ पर हम मिले हैं ना जाने अब मिलेंगे हम कभी तो रुक जाओ एक पल यहाँ पे ये नर्म चादरों की सिलवटें तुझे अभी बुला रही हैं ना जाओ दूर इनसे कहीं ये सुकून कहाँ पे है हासिल दिल को मेरे ये है पता कि मीलों का ये फासला है अलग आसमां भी है तो क्या ये दिल नामाने So that's the first paragraph on the chorus. Very melodious, yeah. Very melodious. If the dog you're performing anywhere in Mumbai, I think I know I would definitely would love to attend your gig. Bro, I would love to perform in Mumbai. Mumbai is actually my second home. I was born there, and most of my family is from Mumbai. 
So I'm, oh, that's great. I'm dying to go back, bro. Like I'm dying to go back to Bombay once all of this is over. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'll, yeah, let, you, I'll let you know whenever I'm there, and I'll perform. Fuck. And whenever I'm performing, you can maybe come for the gig or something. Sure, definitely, man, definitely. Uh, Nimish, something, something, a part of you that you would like to present. So, like, I made something on my ukulele last night. Some melody. Mm-hmm. Play that. That, that's pretty interesting yeah like i really loved it next azim yeah uh, so i i was just thinking i'll sing a couple of lines from the upcoming album perhaps it's a, it's a track called gharonda it's about uh, finding your way back home right wow ek gharonda chutke se mile jaye मन की याद फुहारे बाबुल की गलियां हाँ गलियां छोड़ी जाऊं रे अपने ही घर में पर आए बाबुल का आंगन हाँ देखो कैसा है झूले में देखो पसरी जाऊं रे एक घरों दार चुटकी से मिल जाए दैट्स समथिंग दैट रियली स्टैंड्स आउट समथिंग फ्रॉम द क्लासिकल साइड रिमाइंडर्स ऑफ द ट्रेडिशन इंटरेस्टिंग अगेन नेक्स्ट प्रथम मेरा आई लाइक यू नो इफ यू कुड रिमेंबर आई जस्ट टोल्ड यू दैट आई एम गोइंग टू कम बैक टू यू टॉकिंग अबाउट यू बीइंग टू सिंगिंग समथिंग दैट यू हैव डिस्कवर्ड ब्रो इफ आई कुड यू बीइंग राइट नाउ देन इट्स अ इट्स इट्स अ गुड नाइट एवरीवन लाइक टुमारो बी लाइक एवरीवन इज गोना हैव टू विजिट अ डॉक्टर टुमारो No, no, not really. Yeah, like please, something. Uh, I won't sing. Like I won't sing. I'll just uh, play the song that we just cut today. Like we finished, like you know, the writing bit, and we just made like a, like you know, we arranged some stuff around it. So I'll just play that, or I could just play the what? song that I put out. So like you take a call. Okay, so something that you've already put it out. All right, I'll just play that. Let me... Yeah. Yeah. So this was a song I was talking about that came out on. uh dvlm stable mhm Everywhere, just go stream it. 
wonderful yaar like everybody has something or other unique and everybody is so uh, like you know diverse and this varied option i really loved interacting with all of you and especially the last part that we have the concluding part wherein you guys sort of presented your part out there on this podcast super brilliant super interesting and super intriguing i would say and uh, with this i think i have a really very heavy heart and tears rolling down my eyes saying a goodbye to you all but to be very honest it was damn interesting and damn super comfortable interacting with you all and trying to get your sort of insights over the music life crisis in 2020 so thank you so much it is a wrap i think a big thanks to yashraj mehra anup jain nimesh sethi amit devedi pratham mehra is there something the end note that you want to call off for Also, like, uh, but I just wanted to say something. Mm-hmm. Uh, bro, so uh, first of all, I would just like to um, tell everybody that I heard some of your bits and pieces, and guys, you guys are doing such a wonderful job. Asim, bro, your voice is uh, beautiful. Like, I'm uh, very excited for. Thank you so much, man. Thank you so much. And uh, Kamera, you as well. Uh, I love the song that you play. Thank you. Uh, and Yashraj, bro, I'm excited for Khel. Dekho, to pata hi hai, bro. uh nimesh uh, because there were some issues so i couldn't hear what he had to say but i i i just hope that he can hear me and i hope that omkar maybe if you can just like uh, you know tell him about it i heard his songs invisible and pill and i loved them like i heard it i heard it like yesterday or in the morning i think i had heard it and i was just like constantly just going through it and uh, like wonderful job nimesh as well so you guys are doing wonderfully well yeah all of you guys and generally thank you omkar for having like all of us here yeah. i think it really means a lot and i feel like to see so many perspectives really opens your mind up like you shouldn't be closed to one process just do what you do do what you know what helps you make better music so thank you for having us generally this is really really good yes thank you so much for having us on board thank, thank you. you so much omkar for having us and thank generally like everyone's like doing such great work on this panel i cannot hear you omkar like Yeah, yeah. Who can't hear me? I can hear you now. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Also, there's one more thing for Nimish from Anuv that he has heard your uh, singles. That is uh, Invisible, and the other one is uh, Pill. And he sort of really in, uh, like you know liked it and sort of really congratulated you. So, Nimish, is there something for Anuv that you want to say? Thank you so much, Anuv. I I couldn't hear him uh, at the entire. Yeah, yeah. Was... That's the reason I sort of reflected it through my speech. Yeah, yeah. I've heard his track, Barish, and that's like a lot of my friends are like used to send me that track when I was like making music in the initial stages. So like that's a pretty good track. I really enjoy listening to that. I mean, as producers, we can all agree that all our female friends have asked us to either bootleg or remix Barish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true, bro. Cool, boy. <laughs> that's a wrap i would say and uh, guys once again thank you so much yash kamera azim zs in collaboration with prona that is dimish and and for being on the show and uh, for all the wonderful audience out there we had this this is the first attempt for the round table conference and i'm damn sure that here we have sort of dissected and sort of spoken about the different aspects of music and again getting to know the different narratives on their part when it comes to music so this was a wrap for music life crisis in 2020 Thank you so much, and do tune out to this episode. It's there on Spotify, it's there on Jio Seven, Cuckoo FM, Hubhopper. Anyway, just go and tune it, and there's so much to learn from. Thank you so much for being such a wonderful listener, and stay tuned to How's the Josh Podcast Show, your unbounded dose of Josh in association with Pan Out Media. Do like, share, and subscribe. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
इस हब हॉपर ओरिजिनल को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट